Hello everyone out there. This is Peter Harris from Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to many commercial real estate investors all across this great nation of ours. The title and subject of today's podcast is, Ladies and gentlemen, we are headed for an economic storm in our country. And I have three questions for you. Number one, are you prepared? Number two, are you ready to capitalize on the coming economic storm? Or number three, are you just going to let it happen to you? Just like when a woman is pregnant, about to give birth, she has birthing pains. Our country right now is about to give birth to an economic storm. And behind me on the screen are the birthing pains that we are experiencing right now in this country. Look at this. Number one, rising interest rates. That is a pain for us, right? It really is for all of us investors. Number two, high inflation. That's affecting all of us. It is. Number three, there's a looming recession, a recession about to happen. Are you prepared for that? Number, number four, home prices. Home prices are dropping. They are. Number five, stock market falling. I feel sorry for you stock market guys. Foreclosures. Foreclosures are on the loom. Who knows when it's about to pop? Uh, number six and number seven is job layoffs are happening. I live in the middle of high tech and every week I see high tech companies laying off folks by the hundreds. It's happening. And lastly, small businesses are closing all around the country. Small businesses are disappearing. What I want to accomplish in this is share with you how to capitalize on the coming economic storm. Number two, what to have in place to prepare yourself for this economic storm. And number three, what to do today, right now, today, okay, today, right now, so that we can help you create generational wealth in commercial real estate. Let's get started. All right, before we get started with the actual to-dos and how to capitalize on the coming economic storm, I want to share with you the four most dangerous words in real estate investing. Here they are. This time, it's different. Four words, very dangerous, the most dangerous words in real estate investing after being in this business for almost 25 years. Been through three up and down periods and three recessions. I can tell you that these are the four most dangerous words. This time is different because that ain't so. It is not different. The birthing pains, the symptoms are different, but the results will be the same. You're going to have people who fail drastically over here. You're going to have people who prosper over here. And it's because of these four guiding principles that never change. They either follow the guiding principles or did not follow them. Here they are. These are four guiding principles that never expire. Number one is to always buy on cash flow. That's what we teach our students. Commercial real estate is a cash flow business, which leads to number two is to minimize your speculation. These days, with the looming recession and the job losses and layoffs and high inflation, there's no room for speculation. Number three is to be a good operator. So when you purchase your commercial property, even as a single family home, you have to really understand and become good at the business and managing the property. 
Now, if you have a property manager like most of our students, you need to learn how to manage the property manager very well. This is an art and science that we teach our students to do. It is an art and science. It's not something you can go on YouTube and learn how to do. You really have to learn from people with gray hair on how to do that. Number four is, this is, this is obvious, but people still do this today, is to not over leverage. So these are four guiding principles that will never expire no matter where you are in this economic downturn. Now let's move on to how to capitalize. I'll give you the actual to-dos, how to capitalize on the coming economic storm. Here is your first piece of advice. It's your first to-do. Here it is. And take it to heart. Your first piece of advice here to help you navigate and capitalize on what's coming is to get cycle-tested advice. Real estate cycle advice. Real estate is a cycle right? It's a cycle. There are four phases to every real estate cycle. And to help you navigate these upcoming uh, troubled waters, you need to have experience navigating through the entire cycle. So if you do not have an advisor that has not experienced the full cycle, be very leery of that person, that company. Now, let me break down for you what I mean by the real estate cycle. This is a economic real estate cycle right here, okay? And it's in four phases. We have the recovery phase. The second phase is the expansion phase. The third phase is the recession phase. And the last phase is called the, expand, the excess supply phase. Now, let me break it down for you. On this recovery uh, phase, this is the first phase. If you recall, in 2008 to 2012, we were recovering as a country. Okay, so this is what we call a buyer's market. You should have bought it. Yes, it was scary, but prices have doubled, sometimes tripled if you bought here. And then we enter the expansion phase. This is what we have experienced since 2012. Last 10 years, we've been expanding and it's been a seller's market. Sellers have been commanding high prices and we've been giving it to them because prices still go up. But things are about to change, aren't they? So after this expansion phase, some people, and I believe that we're right around here now, where we're about to make the turnover into the recession phase of this real estate cycle. This is the most important part of this entire phase here. This is where if you're working with someone who's only experienced the expansion, be very careful of what advice you take from this person because how do they tell you how to navigate here if they haven't been here before? We have, and our staff has, and we've been here multiple times. This is a very critical phase of the real estate cycle. So the average person would say, okay, you're going to go from buyer's market to seller and come back down, it's going to be another buyer's market. No, this is not a buyer's market. It's what we call a balanced market. Let me show why. Us as investors, we've been making offers lately below the asking price because our interest rates are so high, our properties cash flow less, so we can't afford the highest price. Okay, that's just the fact of the matter. Well, we have the sellers who are still anticipating, expecting the high price. So we have this gap here between what I want to offer and what they want. There's a gap here. That's called a balanced market. It's very critical, very critical phase of investing right now. But guess what? 
The four guiding principles still apply here. They are to buy on cash flow, don't speculate, be a good operator, and don't over leverage. The people that are, I'm sorry, you, some of you 30 year old advisors, I'm sorry, uh, or, or people that have been in this business for 10 years or less, you've only experienced this. This is about to happen. It's very critical of, of what you do right here. So only get advice from people who have been cycle attested, who have been here before. Very important. Okay, very important. So the four guiding principles apply here. Uh, there's a lot to consider here. Okay, lots. I could do an entire video just on this section here. There's a whole bunch to talk about. Okay, once you get past the recession uh, cycle, then you get into the excess supply uh, cycle and turns into a buyer's market. Okay. Some of these guys believe it's a buyer's market. No, it's not. It's a balanced market. You have to navigate very carefully or you're going to get in big trouble. All right. Okay. So that was the first piece of advice I'm going to give you how to navigate this upcoming uh, economic storm. Let's go to the next piece. The second piece of advice I'm going to give you here on how to capitalize on the upcoming uh, economic storm is right here. I'm going to share with you the actual property types we recommend, okay, that we like, that we personally own, and number two, the must-haves if you're going to purchase properties on, on this side. So number one, the property types we like the most to help you capitalize on what's going to happen there are apartments, storage, and mobile home parks. Here's the reason why. Apartments are the obvious choice because the feds by increasing the interest rates and inflation out of control, uh, you will look back on in this year as a year that the feds have created the biggest rental boom in American history. That's my personal opinion. I already see it and I think next year it's going to be even better for apartment investors. So everyone needs a place to live, right? Everyone does not need a place to shop to do other things, but to live we do. So apartments are, are going to be it for, uh, for the, for now and, and the next few years. Number two, we like storage. And this is, this applies to self storage, RV storage, industrial warehouse. We love all of that for various reasons. The main reason, if I can talk about storage is when the economy is doing well, people buy a whole bunch of stuff and they need room to store it. So they will put it into their stores, they'll rent from us. And when the economy uh, retracts or gets smaller, they will downsize, they bought too much stuff, and, and they'll put their prized possessions into storage. And some of you will say, well, you know, if there's a if recession, they can't afford a, uh, storage. Yes, they can, all right? So be, because storage is, is relatively inexpensive. So you have your stuff that you value, then you have the, the low cost of storage. One of our students bought a, a, a RV storage and there's a $275,000 RV home here uh, that, that in his lot and he charged them $125 a month to store his uh, RV there. Okay, very affordable. Now, number three is mobile home parks, right? The reason why we like mobile home parks is because there aren't building any, any new mobile home parks, okay? All across the country, they're not wanted. So you, you, we're stuck with them. And the mobile home parks are on the lower ring of uh, people that can't afford apartments or homes. And they're in this lower category. We will always have this category in our country no matter what. 
So it's right now there's just a huge shortage and it's increasing of uh, supply that we need to meet the demand here and it's getting larger. Next, the, uh, we like these, these types, but they are to help you navigate the upcoming economic storm. There are a few must-haves that you need to pay special, special attention to. Here they are. Here are the must-haves and you need to have extra attention for what's coming. Okay. Number one is on any of these types that you're going to purchase, you need to have your underwriting to be conservative. Underwriting is how you value the property, how you do your cash flow, how you put plug it into the calculator and things like that. So you want to have conservative underwriting. Why is that? It's because when a recession happens or things happen, things will be volatile. Rents may go up or down or sideways and vacancy may go up or down or sideways. You know, things may, uh, we, you know, we had a pandemic where things got kind of squirrely, right? So on your cash flow projections, you want to temper those a little bit. So if you think the next five years you're going to have this and rent, uh, rent increases, which we, we may have, you may want to go like this just to be conservative. Okay. Also your ROI expectations, your return on investment expectations need to be tempered too. Mine are because, uh, you know, the, you know, last year we were paying 3.79% for interest rates. Now we're in the sixes maybe even sevens by the end of this year, right? So the, so the interest rates are higher, went like this, but the rental rates went like this. So the ROI expectations need to be tempered just a little. We can help you with that. Number two, the second must have concerns your loan balloon date. Hear me out here. When you purchase a home, residential, real estate, whether it's a rental or somewhere you live in, when you get a loan, it's 30 years fixed. Okay, so you lock it in, you're good for 30 years. That is fantastic. In commercial, it doesn't work that way. Okay, commercial, when we get a commercial loan, the payments will be amortized over 30 years, but the loan becomes due. It balloons in 5, 7, 10, 12, sometimes 30 years, but mainly it's 5, 7, 10, and 12 years. That means in those 5, 7, 10, 12 years, we have to get a new loan. So uh, if you get a new commercial loan and it balloons in 5 years, and we are still in this uh, muck of an economy in, in year five and you have to get a new loan, where, where will your property, where will the economy be, where will the banks be in order to get you out of that loan and get you into a new loan? It may be kind of mucky there, so why not just have a loan that's at least seven year expir expiration or longer? Okay, so, so I just went over with you the difference between residential and commercial and we recommend to help you navigate uh, the economic storm, the must-have is to do a seven-year or longer commercial loan. Okay? Seven years or longer. Okay? That's how you're going to capitalize on this and be able to weather the storm. Uh, number three, this is so important. People don't talk about this on, on YouTube or in books. It is so important. This is what I think we are masterful at uh, with our students and helping the, them design strategies for their exit of their of their projects, okay, their commercial projects. We call this exit strategy. So important. Now, when we enter an economic storm and things get volatile, you, you need to have more than one extra strategy. So one is not enough. Some of you say, Peter, I'm going to hold the property for seven years. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to exchange to a larger property. Or Peter, I'm going to buy the property in year three. I'm going to do a cash out refi pull all my money out, pay my investors back, buy another one, that may all change with what's coming. So 
That's okay to plan like that, but have a more than one plan. Now, the second thing is your extra strategy must be crafted by one who can see the future. That's my quote, by the way, but I'm going to show you where it came from. Uh, when I was an engineer, I had a mentor, his name was Nick, incredible guy, uh, old Japanese, gray-haired guy, cool beard, the most awesome guy in the world. And he would just tell me things about technology that we were, we were engrossed in that this, this is what will happen in the next few years. And I'm thinking, no way. That's just too far out there. Nick, it's not going to happen. Guess what? It happened several times in my decades of working with him. He predicted the future. How did he do that? It's because he's been in it for 30, 40 years. That's why. So he could predict the future when me, I was a young guy and I, I would just see what was happening now and what I could read and see, but he's been in it for so long. He had a gut feeling of where the market was going and he was spot on. Okay. Spot on. So your extra strategies must be crafted by one who can see the future. We help our students the best we can to see the future, to plan out how to prosper from this economic storm. It takes skill, it takes years, it takes scars to be able to craft an extra strategy that's going to make them a lot of money down the road. Everyone just want to say thank you for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed this on how to capitalize on the coming economic storm because it is coming. We, we see birthing pains right now. So again, are you prepared? Are you going to capitalize on it? Or are you going to let it happen to you? Okay. I hope today was very helpful for you on what to do.